We love hip hop. Yo, 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 yo. Y'all see me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Camera's looking clean and everything, too. Jeez. All right. Good. Good, good. shit. All right, well, let's get it, man. You, 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 you ready? You have everything you need. Yep, got some water, got some snacks. Come on, man, we lit. Okay, okay. You born ready? Like when it's when it comes time for battle time, right? <laughs> no, nah, man, you saw me before, bro. You captured it in the in the vlog. I was hella nervous before, but you got to tap into that instinct, you know. Dude, you know I, I do rolling starts when it comes to this podcast game here, right? I was like in awe though. I don't know how you felt about it, but I was in awe watching that battle with you and Soulcon, bro. That was one of the I've Thanks, watched a lot of battle rap, but that was one of the most legendary battles I've ever seen, fam. Damn, bro. That means a lot, man. So, okay, let's let's get into it. And and I definitely want to get back to that battle right there. We have here a gentleman representing the West Coast. He was just over here in the six. You know what I'm saying? Um, making history um, over at the Pat Stay, the KOTD Stay Forever event. He has a plethora of battles under his belt, and he is also a recording artist. We have Frack in the motherfucking building. Thank you for having me, man. I'm a fan of y'all so uh, it's good to, good to chop it up. Yo, thank you, fam. Uh, I, every time I hear anybody who's down south, who who's, or not down south, but over in the, in the U.S. who's Checking out our platform, it's always appreciated, brother. Yeah, I actually saw y'all interview with Pat Stay, I think. Wow. Right? Y'all interviewed him, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. We did during the pandemic times, man. And yep. and once again, RIP to Pat Stay and condolences to his family. Um, Even with Pat Stay, like, do, um, do you have any, like, Pat Stay connection, like, meeting him type of stories that you can give us? We weren't like super close like some better rappers were, but mm-hmm. we, ch- we chatted pretty often. We actually had the same birthday, so wow. uh, every every time we every time it was both our birthdays, he would hit me up trying to get a threesome with me, him, and Dumbfounded, who also <laughs> shares our birthday. Um, but nah, man. I mean, he was one of my biggest role models in battle rap. Like the way you know, I think from you seeing my performance. On Sunday, like for me, the most important shit in battle rap is originality and creativity. Mm-hmm. And um, he was the goat at that, man. Every every battle, even, even you know, before he really got into his style, even in the early, early days, he was doing original shit. His flow pockets, his angles, his humor was just like different, you know, yeah. and that's my goal in battle rap. Ever since I started, I think a lot of that came from, from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Once again, RIP to past day, man. And this, this, you know, touching on the event this weekend, right? That battle that you had with Soulcon, okay? Just so, just for me to get a little bit into the battle rap world, I yeah. feel like this battle was like a long time in the making. Am I wrong about that? You are wrong, but I did have that vibe, and and it's weird because so first of all, Soulcon also actually even more than pat like he was one of the first people i saw on youtube when i was a kid you know Mm. what i'm seeing so he was really one of the people who got me into battle rap you know and as a as a fellow jew you know it's like okay look at this jewish dude doing his thing up there like interesting Mm -hmm. um so it was kind of like a passing of the torch i guess 
But really, I was approaching it like I think I was even telling y'all this at the event. Like I was approaching that battle pretty lighthearted. Like me and him both kind of have similar politics. We're both Jewish. Like we have seven common. I was like, it's a Pat's Day Memorial event. We're gonna have some fun. Mm-hmm. But then Solcon started talking crazy online, saying like, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this child pray for a different god and want to quit battle rap and I'm gonna expose him. And then I was like, oh, shit, I got to step into that energy, you know, like I wasn't trying to do that. But I think it pushed my pen to that next level. And as a result, it looked like there was some tension there mm-hmm. because he brought that energy in. But I feel like I diffuse all that shit once once it came time to step into the ring. You know what I'm saying? Wow. that Listen, man, it it just came out to legendariness, if that's a word. You know what I'm saying? So you, bro. Let, let's go back a little bit, man. Your name, Frack, that comes from, like, your full govy. Yep. Right? Now, yep. is it only the govy or does, like, does it come from, like, other things, too? Because I know there's, like, a, I went and seen an urban dictionary meaning for the word Frack. And I seen <laughs> Battlestar Galactica pop up, bro. <laughs> oh, you know, it's crazy. So, Frack has been my nickname since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's, like, half my last name, like you said. Um, but when I started rapping, Battlestar Galactica started using frack as fuck, like so yeah. they could basically say fuck on TV. And I've been me I sampled it when I was like 14, 15, but I should do it again because there's a hilarious YouTube compilation of all the characters being like, frack me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> I gotta sample that shit again, man. Yeah, man. At first I was like, maybe he got it from there, but then I kept on digging and I was like, oh, that's the gubby. Right. Mm-hmm. And and you grew up in the West Coast, but not in not in like everybody thinks right away when they think the West Coast, especially us in Canada, L.A. But you grew up. Right, in, right, right. You grew up in the Bay, which is a whole different story. Right. Like people think like people are like, I'm in L.A. What you up to, bro? I'm like, dude, that's a seven hour drive. <laughs> that's like going, that's going from like New York to fucking. What's a bit? What, what's what's tor- Toronto to Edmonton? I don't know. I, I don't know my. I no, know it's my like Canada. a Montreal. It's like Toronto to Montreal, basically. Right, right. Yeah. First, by the way, shout out Montreal bagels. By the way, mm. as a Jew, the best bagel I've ever had is in Montreal. Hey, thank I you. Uber- I had to Uber Eats myself one of them when I was out in Toronto. <laughs> well, thank you. But, uh, as a Montrealer, I appreciate that as well. You know. What oh, you from Montreal? I am. I am La Belle Province. Peace. You be uh, smoking meats out there? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. The soul combat has got me in a different mindset. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo, no hetero. <laughs> but but San Francisco, is that where you're from? Yeah, yeah. The Bay, the Bay is its own culture. Like, honestly, L.A. and the Bay Area share certain you know, laid back vibes, you know, West Coast shit. Mm-hmm. But musically, culturally, they're just completely different pockets. And the Bay Area, like, has started so many hip hop trends, you know what I mean? That people don't even really give the Bay Area credit for. Mm-hmm. But it's really like, talk about originality. Like, it's really like a a melting pot of like dope ideas, you know? Yeah. And, and what was life like for you growing up? Like, I know the Bay is not just, um, you know, San Francisco. There's Oakland, there's Sacramento, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. which area did you grow up in over there? I grew up in San Francisco. I grew up in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and there's not many of us left you know they they call us unicorns because you know the, the whole tech industry came in here but i still live in the city but oakland was really important in my upbringing too because oakland is like a real um that's where a lot of art happens you know it's like a real artistic city um especially for hip-hop and music and jazz and all that stuff so coming up like i really like got my got my got my teeth whatever you the expression is i, I got my fine chops chilling in oakland and doing doing competitions mc olympics and stuff out there yeah and and i know battle rap is is international but it's something that was something that was more heavily done in the East Coast, right? What was yep. what was the West Coast, or let's say even more specifically, the, the the Bay Area scene like when it came to the battle rap stuff? Yeah, you know, I actually missed it. Like what I what I'm talking about, like the SoulCon shit, like SoulCon versus QP when he pulled out his file and shit. Like all those early grind time battles, Elmac the Saurus, um, you know, fucking dumbfounded, like all these guys like uh, Arsenal versus Conceded, all that shit that happened in Oakland. Mm. Like Grind Times, Grind Times big mecca was in Oakland. Um, so the Bay Area had a, played a really big role in in battle rap. Um, but when I was coming up, it wasn't so much written battles, but I was doing the freestyle battles and like the youth circuits and at this event called Tourette's Without Regrets, which is this crazy like burlesque fire feminist titties uh poetry show that has a freestyle rap battle at the end wow um so that's the type of shit i was doing but then you know as i started coming up they brought the town business uh events back for king of the dot and that kind of reinvigorated the uh the bay area scene a little bit that's dope man and and even with you you know being in the hip-hop scene and stuff like that and being in the bay were you influenced by like kick the sneak and e40 and oh, different yeah. guys like that yeah i grew up like in the ify movement so like um like tell me when to go was out when i was like maybe sixth seventh grade so like <sighs> my that's that my was, shit yeah. oh man classic classic so yeah guys like keek e40 jacka too short um you know the pack like all those people have played a big role in me as an artist and deciding that i wanted to rap uh, and then I was also really influenced by like, you know, East Coast shit, Chicago rap, like underground shit, um, battle rap, you know, all that mm -hmm. shit influenced me too. But I always try and keep a little bit of Bay Area in my style. You know what I'm saying? So when did you start rapping? And and it's a two-part question I'm going to ask you. When you started rapping, was it to be a rapper, like a recording artist, or did you start off with a battle rap right away? No, I started off with the music low key. Like I never thought I would battle and like I got thrown into a battle. Like I was just at this event that Tourette's event I was throwing you and the MC just announced me in the battle. I was, I just came to do a song, mm -hmm. but he just threw me up there and then I just did it. And I just like did a freestyle battle and the energy was so crazy. I was like, fuck it. Let me just keep doing this shit. But, um, really like, uh, music was and still is you know my big passion and and i i came into music and um you know i was always doing little freestyle like you know the rap olympics that eminem did like way back in the day now it's called the mc olympics and that's what i did as a kid that really like got me into battle i uh, got me into music and got mm -hmm. me into battle rap that was the first time i was really outside with it you know so do you think like you know just keeping on um 
on that time where you were thrown into the battle? Do you think that like just your past, you know, viewing and, you know, passion for just like, you know, checking out battle rap, had you prepared for that moment? Because right. not everybody who, who who's a recording artist could just get thrown into the ring and be ready to freestyle, bro, like freestyle. No, nah, you, you, you nailed it on the, you, you got it perfect. Like for me, I was always such a fan of battle rap, but I was always such a positive dude. Like that's still is my struggle in battle rap. Like I can wrap my ass off. I can think of a million punchlines. I can perform, but thinking of negative shit to say about people is the hard part for me. You know what I'm saying? That's what, cause you know, I'm a naturally like, you know, that's why I fuck with the compliment battles and shit. Cause I'm a naturally like pretty, pretty complimentary person yeah but once i felt that energy in a battle i'm like oh this isn't negative like you can act like this is negative but really it's like collabing with someone and you happen that your energies are opposed but you're still like collaborating on energy and, and making something positive at the end of the day so then i just kept going from there yeah man and you've excelled in battle rap dude like i'm looking at some of your battles and like some of the biggest battles that i've seen is the one with on Barstool Sports with Gichi Gotti, right? Yeah. Tell me about that battle and and how did it get where it ended up on Bar, Barstool Sports? Yeah, that's actually Roan. Uh, Roan works for Barstool, I think, mm-hmm. and he he started like a like you know him and Pat did that compliment battle that just went super duper viral. Yeah. So I think the two of them. Rowan was like, man, this shit works. Like, let me just make a whole show. So that was the first episode of his show. I think he's done at least one or two more since. But it was me and Geechee was one of the headliners. And, uh, you know, Geechee's my man. Like, we've done a lot of skits together and shit. So it was kind of natural just saying nice things about him. But that was one of those moments that went super viral on, like, TikTok and other platforms because it's just, like, these two people you would never expect being kind to each other, like a Crip from Crompton and a Jew from the Bay Area, just like <laughs> being hella genuine with each other is just, you know, it was a moment. Yeah. And that was a dope battle, man. And and even like I seen you on Sway in the Morning, Five Fingers of Death. Mm-hmm. How did you Yeah, that was during the that was during the pandemic, actually, and his studio was closed, so we made it happen ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, yeah, I was wondering Sway. about that. There was something different about the scenario, right? Right. Well, Sway and I, I said that during the pandemic, actually, I freestyled for Sway on IG Live, and he's like, "We gotta get you up to the studio." But it was a pandemic, so I was like, "Bro, what if I just did this myself?" And Sway's team was down, and they reposted it. And I think this year's a big goal of mine to go up there in person, you know, and do mm. do that real shave 45 freestyle. Next time I'm in New York, I really want to make that happen. Do a real five fingers of death with Sway. Yeah, man. Or on overtime bars, I just finished an interview with a gentleman named Quake Matthews. who. Oh, murked. yeah. Shout out Quake. Yeah. You know Quake. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, murked. I saw him on there. That'd be dope. I- I'd do that too, for sure. Yeah, he murked that shit, bro. And, and one of the... Other like huge battles that you that you have is with disaster. Mm-hmm. Now disaster is like he's a complicated individual, as as people say, <laughs> right? And when you're battling him, you have to be ready at the at one of the highest degrees. How did you prepare for that battle, bro? It's actually like two weeks prep, and and it was for this fifty thousand dollar tournament, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like. 
Lush hits me is like, you're battling Diz round one. I'm like, oh shit. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is fire. Cause I'm like, even if I lose, like it's a win-win. Like I'm battling Diz, you know? So I just locked myself in the dungeon and just came up with some crazy shit. And like, I really strategized that one. Like that whole graph moment, that was all like, like I was poking and prodding at him the whole day before in the face off, trying to build his anger to the point where I knew he would rip that graph. And like, I just tried to like really hone in on strategy for that one. And, you know, watching it back, like I was after that moment, I was so adrenaline the fuck out. And so, you know, like, <laughs> like just so hyped that I like, I think I went too fast and just sped <laughs> through my material and I would, I would, you know, want to slow down and get my shit out if I had to do it again. Yeah. But the opportunity to battle Diz in the <laughs> middle of a pandemic under those circumstances and, and have everything, you know, even, even with the robbery, like being able to do that and, and, and garner the intention it did was like an, an unforgettable experience. Yeah, man. And, 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 and another dope one under your belt, bro. You know, one thing I always wonder when I watch battles, right? How do you guys deal with a choke? Like, what? Maybe I, maybe I can't generalize that question. Maybe you specifically. What's your process? Like, if you feel like, oh, shit, I forgot a line. How do you, right. do you, how do you get out of that situation? Man, it happened once to me. And I think it was an early battle, but I think I just freestyled out of it. Like, luckily, I I, I built my skills in the freestyle arena. So, mm -hmm. you know, in the freestyle battle arena. So I have the ability to, like, find my place in freestyle. But, bro, that's why I only take, like, two or three a year because it's, like, the amount of preparation it takes. Like, I'm really, like, I don't actually have a great memory. I'm a good freestyler, but I think that my memory suffers because of that. Um so it takes a lot of prep for me, bro. Like, and I'm just really diligent with the prep so that I try and just like prevent that outcome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not like you guys are just rapping 16s, right? Like it takes, a, a, what is it, a, um, a 90 um, or a minute and a half or maybe three minute round. That's like, if I was going to break it down into bars, you're spitting like 128 bars by the time you're finished one of right. those. Right. Yo, and then, yeah, fuck, bro. And that's like, one round. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're right. It's like, it's like you're writing a whole mixtape, bro. <laughs> These days are like six, seven songs. Like, that's how many bars are in a battle. Yeah. That, to me, that's just amazing. The fact that you guys are able to retain that many bars and flow patterns and stuff like that and then even like have antics and stuff like remember where to place your antics right like what part nah, of the brain is tapped are you guys tapping into when you do that you know a lot of it is like like when i make music right and and I, and i think battle rap has improved my music because you know every mc has that chip on their shoulder to say like i can rap you know i, mm -hmm. I got bars but being able to use battle rap as that arena to be like, look, I got bars and my music, when I do my music, I'm like, I don't need to rap a million bars. Like my music, I can focus on being a good vibe, make it catchy, make it, you know, something that like lasts long yeah. or is my battles. But when you tap into that battle rap energy, it's like, you're trying to show your intelligence, your creativity, your, your flow. Like you're basically just trying to become a master of a craft, you know? And I think, mm. 
all battle rappers for us to do this shit for the amount of money we do which is like not enough for all the sacrifice we put into this shit all, all battle rappers have that competitive edge where they just want to show maybe it's not even competitive but it's just like that personality where we want to be a be a master of something we want to show that we have mastery of an art form you know what i'm saying yeah yeah for real man and and you did mention the the the, the pay grade when it comes to battle rapper you know what i'm saying like how does one get paid from battle rap where you can sustain a living bro you know what's crazy is battle rap has helped like i'm a professional mc right now like that's my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. and battle rap hasn't paid me enough to maintain a living but being a battle rapper has if that makes sense like yes it's almost like the way i treat battle rap is like an advertisement for myself you know i'm saying like the way that I do these clips and the way I'm solidified in the culture, I can finesse that into visibility as an opportunity to do this, to do, you know, like, for example, like me, Ilmac and Paz have been doing these rap cartoons, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, you probably heard of like the ketchup mustard and the the craft cheese one we did, you know, we're trying to be full time with that and just make, make a, a pipeline for battle rappers to be able to do voice acting and, and, and make cartoons and make a TV show and all that type of shit. So yeah. being able to use battle rap as a funnel into other creative ventures is kind of how I was, what been my strategy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even like there's other things that have embraced the battle rap culture, like walling out. Right. Like I see like Charlie Clips and um, there's a few, there's a bunch of people on Wall and Out from, from the battle. Jerome, uh, Carter Deems. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what's your views on like on uh, the whole Wall and Out um, battle rap pipeline? I think it's dope. Um, I, I have a funny story, actually. I auditioned for Wall and Out mm-hmm. and uh, and in the freestyle battle section, I killed like I smoked everyone in the room. But in the one-on-one interview with Nick, like <laughs> he asked me to bat or he asked me who you want to battle. I said, I'll battle you, bro. And I <laughs> I took it way too far and like oh, came with like it, like personals on Nick Cannon and, and it, it was just him and his security in the room and everyone was like <laughs> You almost got Jazzy <laughs> Jeff out of there. <laughs> My bad. I need to read the room, <laughs> but that was hilarious, bro. But I'm a I'm a fan of Wildin' Out, man. Obviously, like it has its uh it has its cringe moments, but like I came up watching Wildin' Out back in the day with like Cat Williams and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. I think the fact that they have this improv show for hip hop culture, like I think it's beautiful, and I, the fact that they're letting battle rappers get on there now is like amazing. Yeah, man. I don't know why I'm imagining Frack just hitting Nick Cannon with bare lupus bars. <laughs> like, no, too far. <laughs> Said something like, Mariah's going to have to carry the casket or something like that. No. I was like, Security. Like, Chill out, bro. <laughs> That's crazy, man. And, and you know, even <laughs> to stay on the pay stuff, what's your biggest payout that you've gotten from Battle Rap, you think? Hey, yo, bro. Illuminati's watching, man. I can't give out that <laughs> Uncle Sam and stuff, bro. <laughs> nah, it's it's I I've got paid for one battle. One battle I got paid paid pretty well in the uh in the you know f- 
just under 5k range um but most battles i've done for free honestly like most king of the dot joints mm -hmm. um um you know i i even got, got my own travel for my first canada battle so you know being in this culture is like you gotta in order to get those paydays um you gotta uh you gotta like pay your dues you know and mm -hmm. and uh it's 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 something that you know a select few make a living off of and a lot of these fools like a war dna battle every weekend in order to do it and that's yeah. a crazy life so um being able to being able to use batter app like i said and and finesse other opportunities with music and stuff like that like that would be my big advice for anyone trying to get into it yeah it's hard to just rely on batter app yeah man yeah man and, and there's so many battle rappers but even with you with music right how would you describe your music my music is um that's a good question like i think my music toes the line between like um like kind of lyrical soulful hip-hop and like a little bit of poppy melodic hip-hop and combines the two you know so it's mm -hmm. kind of like you'll get your you'll get your hooks you got me singing with auto-tune on some songs but you also have like really thoughtful lyrics and high concept songs that have come with high concept music videos um but you know i'm 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 kind of a swiss army knife i do i do all types of stuff like right now this album i'm working on is a is my most poppy type shit um and when i say poppy it's not like you know it's not like fucking machine gun kelly it's like you know it's still hip-hop but yeah. it's just like more experimental uh melodic type shit where like I'm working on my next project already after that. And it's kind of more like soulful, gritty, just like me rapping on loops. Um, so I try and do a little bit of everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, even with the with music and battle rappers, why do you think that battle rappers have such a hard time transitioning into being recording artists? Yeah, it's a good question. I think the main thing is like battle rappers are so used to writing for an opponent that I'd be listening to some battle rappers music. I'm like, you're just dissing an invisible person on the other side of the track. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like you're talking to some hater that you invented that you don't have, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, we want to hear that in a battle, but sometimes the music is just like, oh, come on, man. Like, give me some, give me something that's good for the soul. But you know, I think that stigma is going away every year, you know, like more and more like with cats like Sue Surf and Dumbfounded and um, there's a few more that have kind of made that leap into hip hop and festivals and stuff like that. Like, um, I think especially in the age of content, bro, like everyone, like I see they're making fucking taylor swift and usher do tiktok skits now because everything's just content and being yeah. a battle rapper you're in the center of that like i try and put my other battle rappers on game like i got almost a hundred thousand followers on tiktok just posting clips from my battles skits music you know what i mean like mm -hmm. as a battle rapper you have so much content because you work so hard and put in so many moments for the culture yeah that a way you have a leg up on some musicians because it's like you can build a following through that and pivot um but i feel like some battle rappers aren't interested in that and that's cool battle rap's its own industry now yeah where you don't have to pivot you know yeah yeah no definitely definitely and <clears throat> last couple of questions i have for you here where do you think that 
the culture is going next. Because I've watched it evolve from, you know, smack DVDs where man's uh-huh. rapping on each side of the of of a pool table, you know, uh-huh. um, like Hellrell and guys like that to like yeah. it becoming like a, a whole culture where it can pack stadiums, acapella and stuff like that. And, you know, now getting into what we just talked about with Wild and Out and all these different opportunities. What do you think is next, man? Man, I'm think I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, and sorry, one more thing, body also because there was the body movie, so there's movies on battle rap too, <laughs> right? 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 What's next? Yeah, I know. And Dumbfounded was talking this weekend, like he wants, he's trying to do a project, another movie on battle rap or a show or something. Um, but yo, we think about that all the time because we're we're pitching this cartoon idea, um, and trying to get this like battle rap cartoon on TV, mm-hmm. um. So we we're, we think we're thinking about that the future and and like the way things are changing, um, and kind of like p- piggybacking off what I was saying a second ago in this age of content, you know where, um, you know short clips are everything. Like that's what battle apps made for. You know what I'm saying? And I could imagine some type of HBO. Like, Cause like if you're doing to do a battle rap show, it would have to be explicit. Like I think doing some watered down version of battle rap would just be corny. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Netflix tried to do a rap competition with Chance and them, and it was cool, but yeah. that wasn't battle rap. You know, there was a battle rap round in there, but in order to do a real battle rap show, you had, it has to be explicit, and that's that's the fine line. Cause we're also in an era where people are really trying to be politically correct and maintain you know sense sensitivity and battle rap is not that you know what it i'm saying not. but i think there's a way for like a hbo or one of these streaming services um you know whether it be you know like hitman hollow was trying to do a tv show bags and bodies like all i think there's going to be streaming services that see battle rap and the huge fan base and culture that is obsessed with it, you know, it like in a different type of obsessed way where it's like real fans. I think, I think I could see a TV show, whether it's a reality show, another movie, um, like some type of series or, you know, URL and caffeine is already like a beautiful partnership. And I think mm-hmm. more things like that will happen in the future where there's more big bags and batter app and people see batter app for like the, the amazing, like, the amazing gold mine of moments and content and laughter that it is, you know what I'm saying? No, for real, man. That's real talk, man. And even just to add on to that quick fast, I Netflix just did their first live stream with the Chris Rock special. Right? Oh, okay. And, you know, that's comedy. Comedy, for the most part, is very unfiltered, you know. Um, right. Right? Uh, so if they can get away with live streams of comedy on on Netflix, I can see maybe a live stream going on with one of those big streaming networks. Um, going, right. you know, besides just the battle rap community having their own like caffeine and stuff like that, like something like one of those big commercial ones saying, you know what, I can see a bag in here if we get you know this card going on and let people be able to watch it live if they're subscribed to our our network. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's a fact. Like, if Chris Rock can call Jada Pickett Smith a bitch on Netflix, then Geechee Gotti can say use a bitch on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Come on, like, bro. 
Comedy is pretty raunchy, man. So I think that's a great point. And I think the live aspect, like Netflix trying to get into live stuff, like that's the beauty about it. Being able to experience a pay-per-view live. Like you saw how many people bought that stay forever. Like they raised what, two, over 200K for Pat's family. That must have been thousands and thousands of people watching from home. Yeah. So I think it's just that alone, being able to, um, being able to tap into that, like feeling of watching about a live from home and feeling like you're there, that's 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 gotta happen. Yeah, straight up, straight up. And for you, what's the big picture, like the the final mm. boss level for Fry? I've been thinking about that because people people have been really, you know, I usually do like a couple battles a year, but the way people have been reacting from this soul combat are like, we need more frag battles. We need more frag battles. For me, like I, I need a break, but I do feel motivated after, after that battle to do more. Like, um, you know, I got to meet Smack this weekend, which was really crazy. And he expressed interest in working together. I know King of the Dots trying to be more active this year and do mm -hmm. events in August and world domination type stuff. So for me, it's just like, I would love to be to do a couple bit more big battles this year and keep this momentum going. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing that, you know, and you making that happen, bro. Yo, listen, Frack, I, I think we, we, we got a nice, concise conversation going on here, man. We, yeah. we got to learn a lot about uh, about you as a person, as well as your views on this whole battle rap culture that is just you know, created so much energy in, in, in our hip-hop culture. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you having this conversation with me, man. I appreciate you too, man. That was those are great questions. And you got me you got me thinking about some shit that I wanna I wanna build on already. So stay tapped in with me, man. Yo, that's our job over here at the We Love Hip Hop Podcast, man. Oh, one last thing, man. I'm watching battles sometimes and you guys say some of the most foulest shit to each other, bro. <laughs> And I say to myself, I've said to other guys, like recording artist guys, especially like the super hood guys, they can't do that, right? They can't go right. there and have somebody say some super left field stuff in their face and, and not punch them out. How do you guys deal with that, bro? Like how, how, how do you keep your composure when somebody's just saying some personals or just something crazy wild to you, bro? You know... I was talking to Solcon about this because, you know, his whole energy was, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel you, Frack. I'm going to expose you, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that had me shook a little bit in my head, but then I thought about it and I'm like, what can he say? Like, I know who I am, you know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of it comes from like self-acceptance self -acceptance and like, um, you know, understanding who you are and, uh, you know, working on yourself. I, I think that... <laughs> You know, sometimes I think Solcon wasn't expecting me to be so harsh on him. Mm -hmm. And it kind of it kind of it kind of hit him because he's a little rusty, you know. Um, and I think that was something I thought about is like, OK, I've been I've been I'm a little bit seasoned now. Like I've had some mean shit said to me and I've been able to deal with it in the moment. Yeah. And I think it's like an art. You got to practice it. You got to figure out how to process your emotions in the moment, not do anything stupid. And, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, it hasn't happened to me, but sometimes battle rappers can't do that. And sometimes shit goes left, <laughs> but 
I definitely think that at the end of the day, especially this stay forever event is like, it's all love, man. At the yeah. end of the day, like we're dissing each other's entire lives and styles. But at the end of the day, it's like, we're making, we're building something together and we're making something positive. So, you know. Yeah, man. No, that's real talk right there. Yeah, man. Once again, Frack in the building. Follow him up. Frack the person on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Um, where else? Other social media platforms and stuff where you want people to find you? Nah, that's it. Frack the person on everything, man. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, just mostly just putting all my fucking skits and music and battle clips all over those those places. So just tap in with me. Dope, dope, dope. Yo, man, thank you for this, man. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, Good man. Good to meet you this week. That's it, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the recording part right here. Recording stopped. Got it right there, man. Probably about 35, 37 minutes right there, man. Perfect. Yeah, man. Thank you for doing this with us, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to drop this like probably by next Monday. Dope. Hell yeah, let me know. I'll share it. Yeah, man. And I appreciate you, you you tapping in with us over here, fam. Like I said in the beginning, like, it's not camera talk. Like, anytime, like, we're over here in Canada, bro. So when people are like, yo, I'm in San Fran or I'm in freaking Texas, and they're like, yo, we watch you over here. I'm like, for real? Okay. Hell yeah. We're doing something. You know what I mean? The internet, man. We all know each other. Like, like we're five feet away. Facts. Facts. Yeah, bro. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna chop this up and, and have this up on the channel and we'll definitely, definitely tap in soon and I'll let you know when this is out, man. Good shit, man. I appreciate you. No problem, bro. You you I appreciate you as well and you have a great day, man. You too, brother. All right, brother. Peace. We love hip hop.